Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome. Wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. We're coming to you live, prime time on the Voice America Business Network channel. And I'm joined today by my incredible hostess, <laughs> Ninon DeVere de Rosa, the neon of Ninon in Las Vegas, a lady in Las Vegas. How you doing, Ninon? Well, I'm doing it. My light is flashing today. I've got all these big flashes going on, and I'm just trying to think, I wonder why. Well, I get well, it. I get this, it. This is our last show in the series of taking the show into Vegas, right? This is right. the fourth show that we've done this entire month. We've been blowing it up in Las Vegas. The numbers have been blowing it up, largely due to you and your 10 years of Neon Speaks, right? Right, absolutely. Community. But through all of this, we had this incredible event happen where you ended up becoming uh, a manager of an outfit that we are hosting on this show today, TransactCard.com. I know. I, 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 it kind of happened in the flash of a moment. Um, I had a friend, John, that is uh, Patrick's friend and Patrick calls me or I called him I don't know who called each other but anyway I was given Patrick's phone number so I call him and ask him what's going on and what's happening with his transact card and the whole bit and he explains it to me okay so we meet up and I think now he comes to my house and I, I look at it and I think this is pretty cool. You're saving money. And this is like, I don't have a car where I'm saving money and I'm getting like equal whatever I'd within. I think it, I was his fastest sign up. I signed up and I'm a businesswoman, which there's not many of us out there. And I signed up within probably three minutes. And he said, Nina, you're the fastest one that signed up. And I said, well, I see the opportunity with this card. And then he explained everything to me and I become a manager and everything else. And I have to do this, this, and this. Said, oh, that won't take long. We'll do that. We did it. We signed up. And here we are now. I'm a manager and I'm like so excited. But I have to also say today I'm meeting Richard Smith and Peter Ramsey, and I'm just amazed because these are kind of the founders, and so I'm really excited. I'm in the midst of it all. Thank Absolutely. You. And before Bye. we bring in this dynamic duo, we got to do our PSA for veterans. Pay attention. November of 2022, I did a show with an outfit out of Florida known as Whistleblowers of America. You see them on CNN. You see them alongside Senator Grassley. You see them alongside Senator Rand Paul. You see them alongside Senator John Kennedy. And let me tell you something. They are getting it done as far as getting the truth out in Washington, D.C. But during that show, I met a gentleman by the name of Bruce Sackman, who is former inspector general covering from West Virginia to Maine, veterans, hospitals and veteran facilities for fraud, embezzlement, different things like this. His phone went off one day with a doctor calling up from a veteran's hospital saying, Bruce, you got to get out here. We don't believe what we are seeing and experiencing. He went out, he investigated. Today, 
There's a doctor behind bars in a federal penitentiary who's responsible for 300 killings of veterans in their beds in veterans' hospitals. And it doesn't end there. It's doctors, nurses, support staff. And this has got to end. And shout out right now to Jesse Garcia, who I met, getting an oil change on my car, who in 1969 was in the Tet Offensive in Vietnam. And when I told him, 101st Airborne, picked up a weapon, went to a far-flung battlefield, defended your freedoms and mine, that his comrades were being murdered in veteran hospitals, he whipped out this business card and placed it in my hands today. And I intend to see that his legion, his American legion in Newport Beach, finds out more about this. So listen, if you're a veteran and you hear my voice out there, if you know a veteran and you hear my voice out there, if you care about veterans, if you care about somebody who defended your freedoms, go to Veteran Murders, Murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S dot com. That's a landing page that we created specially for this effort. It's got the playback of the show, The Great American Holocaust, What Are They Hiding? Scott McKay, who interviewed us on that, nationally syndicated podcast, Patriot Street Fighters, that's there. All kinds of information to the veterans and the VA to help you get this word out. More importantly, all the information about the book that Bruce Sackman has up on Amazon called Behind the Murder Curtain. So listen, veteranmurders.com today. Let's stop the killing. Frank, do I understand that, um, Richard, you are very much into the veterans and what's going on with through this company, Transact. Is, am I correct? <laughs> I am very much into those people in Vietnam and what's the atrocities happened there and the soldiers that touched my heart when I was at a very, very sacred meeting and I call it sacred. Frank was there as well. Um, I'm not gonna go into detail. It's not the time nor the place and I'll cry throughout the entire event, but the veterans that sobbed because they had to get pulled out. I am very much about veterans and I'm a very much about the Vietnamese people. Um, they have had a rough go of it since we pulled out of Vietnam. So yes, I am a part of that. And I pledged my life and my my boys' lives to the betterment of the children of Vietnam. Awesome. Thank you so much, Richard. I really appreciate that. Well, gentlemen, I'm not gonna belabor us with your bios. They're already posted on the show. But joining us today are Richard Smith and Peter Rancy, both of whom been on my show, right, gentlemen? Yes, we but have. today, this is the first yeah. time I've had you side by side. So <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your valuable schedule because you're about to do something in Las Vegas that is absolutely amazing. Having thousands of people underneath the dome of the Paris Hotel launching this incredible company called TransactCard.com, which you have been laboring, not just since January, right? This has been in your minds and hearts for many years, but basically you've been at this in a soft launch since January, right? That's for sure. Yep. Correct. So it's good to be back, Frank. Good to meet you, Ninon. And we'll go wherever you want us to go in this conversation. So let's start from the beginning. Let's start. Let's just delve a little bit into both of you, and either one of you can answer, and then you can both answer. Is your backgrounds? What about you, um, Peter? Um, your background and how you got into this. And so uh, I call myself a marketer, not a banker. Anyone who's listened to any uh, Transact Card Zoom meeting has heard me say I'm not a banker. But I have been hanging out with bankers and, and fund managers and investment advisors for, for four decades, 19 
84. So next year we'll make 40 years. So, wow. uh, and and we've helped small institutions and large institutions grow their portfolios by billions of dollars and and attract uh, hundreds of thousands of, of consumer members. So it's just been a long journey, and uh, and the idea of of a card that would uh, transform people's lives somewhat, give them more value, is about a dozen years old in my journey. Uh, and and I came to the United States in uh, late 2011 for that purpose. At the time, the technology wasn't right, the partnerships were not right, the uh, the banking system uh, was too complex, and and the card product wasn't right either. So I bided my time, and uh, and a uh, half a dozen years ago, I met Richard Smith and watched him trying to make something happen that would involve making a card that would change people's lives somewhat. Uh, he didn't have the right partners, the right people, but uh, eventually I decided that uh, it was time to join forces, so we did. And uh, and we founded Transact Card two and a half years ago. We formed it officially in April 2021 during the COVID era. We laboured for nearly two years to to create the pre-launch. We went into pre-launch uh, earlier this year and and now uh, this weekend, Sunday night and then Monday and Tuesday, we're in full launch mode to all of America. So it's this, kind of funny with me. This is with very, my... very exciting. I did not realize that you were such a, you've only been in business two and a half years. I didn't realize that. So this really is a, a big launch. How about you, Richard? I mean, this must be so exciting for both of you, but what about your background, Richard? Well, first of all, I just want to say I I am absolutely passionate about what we're doing here. Uh, my background is I come from e-commerce and mm -hmm. wholesale distribution and import-export, mm -hmm. and know enough about it to be dangerous, and I also know that <laughs> Jeff Bezos of, of a bookstore that will not be named um, changed the industry forever of what I was used to. And uh, I just know that if there was a reward system that was revolutionizing, that was um, that made sense, that you didn't need a quantum computer to figure out your frequent fire miles and how many <laughs> miles you got to go and how much you got to swipe. If it was simple, easy, and congruent. And the reason we call it the Z-Buck, I'm going to come right out with this because this is what I... <laughs> Everything's been done in the sun from A to Z, and Z-Bucks the last one, that last reward system you'll ever need to know, and it's tied to an unbelievable debit card and an ecosystem that will change lives and change lives for the better for everybody that is struggling right now, especially with our economy and inflation just going through the roof. If you can swipe your card and get gasoline and then be able to have Z-Bucks given to you and spend them again and have a value proposition that's second to none. That's what we came together. So my import export and what's what goes on with wholesale distribution, sandwiched with Peter's expert, he calls himself not a banker and I agree with that. He's too smart to be a banker. I'm sorry. To say that. <laughs> but I've seen him on the phone with regulators and with bankers and he holds his own and sometimes he schools them. And uh, the man knows his things and he hires and surrounds himself with unbelievable um, people that we work with in the banking arena. Our legal counsel who is also a co-founder, Jared Moss, 
is instrumental in that. And the three of us um, joined arms, and we really do want to change the world one swipe at a time. Now, aren't you going into the small banks and not the big banks? Is that am I correct, Peter? Huh? Yeah, good question. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we, our focus is is the smaller banks. We're interested in the community banks, and uh, a community bank is doesn't have a very tight definition. It could range from fifty or a hundred million dollars in assets <laughs> up to about ten billion dollars in assets. So, they're very vastly different types of institutions, but we're definitely not interested in partnering with the regional and the, the large national banks. They've got their own priorities, and they're a little bit different to ours. Yeah. Uh, and all banks are driven by shareholder value, and so that, that the executives of every bank has to uh, adjust to the requirements of their shareholders. But because we're bringing customers to the community banks from across the nation that they can't reach in other ways. Uh, we've got a little bit more influence as to how the how the, the project and the programs unfold and we, we're using multiple banks so that we're not always subject to just one regulator or one bank board or, or one set of shareholders. And the other thing, Ninon, is that community banking in the United States is shrinking. Uh, late late uh, last century, there were nearly 20,000 banks. Now there are only just over 4,000, and it'll probably sh uh, shrink by another 200 to 250 in the in the coming 12 months. And and so why is that? It's because they're being absorbed in some cases, and because they haven't figured out how to operate in the in the modern world in other cases in their local communities the larger banks are absorbing the deposits and delivering the customer services and in large measure making those community banks less relevant so if we can bring customers and capital and technology and, and core deposits to those banks from sources that are not available to them otherwise then get to reshape the, the destiny of some of them. We we can't do it for all of them, but certainly for some of them. You know, so Peter, you... along those lines, just a second. Yeah, along go those ahead. Lines, you remember when we did our first show and we were at the break, right? We we're in the green room together. And I said to mm -hmm. you that I had this image of a prehistoric Mastodon elephant, right? And that represented Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Chase. And that's a pretty big animal, right? But then I looked at you and I said, you know what? That movie with Indiana Jones, right, where he got in that fight with the guy, you know, and the killer ants were there right now, dragging him down the hole. You are like a carnivorous ant that's going to land on the back left cheek of that prehistoric mastodon elephant, and you're hungry, and you're going to start eating, and sooner or later that elephant's going to turn around and go, wait a minute, I got a quarter of my left cheek missing, and that's called movement of money out of the major banks over to your banking relationships. You tell so Frank, me, gentlemen. Frank, excuse me while I choke, right? Yeah, that, that's quite a <laughs> quite a humorous analogy. Uh, and look, to me, Frank, the it's not about me or Richard. It's not about and it's not about the big banks. It's not about any of that. It's about what will make a difference at the ground level for the people who are limited in their income mm -hmm. and and how do we make a difference there so um and that's that's what 
Transact Card is built around. It's built around the idea of young struggling families and single mothers and and pensioners, those who have who don't have a a full time income anymore and have limited resources. Students, how do we increase the buying power of their dollar while the value of the dollar is shrinking in the in the modern economy? Mm. So, we, frankly. We don't care about those banks. What we care about is using our ecosystem to make a difference uh, at the street level on Main Street. All right, staying with that thought, you mentioned to me on a show that you did some study of the American population as far as actual dollars sitting in their bank accounts, and you came up with a staggering number. Well, uh, actually, the they, the average American has almost no dollars sitting in their bank account, but they do have an in, or most Americans have an income, and the official poverty level for a family of four in the United States is about twenty seven thousand dollars. So they have they have an income of you know a little under two and a half thousand dollars a month, but they spend every single dollar. There are no th- those people don't have savings. You know how many there are, Frank? To answer your question, the official number is about eleven point nine percent of the population are at the poverty level. So it's uh, r- roughly forty million Americans. But that's the official poverty level, and that that figure tells a lie, because because those who are just above it and uh, and and you know even well above it. Many of them are still living at poverty, uh, and uh, and the some of the those stats that you're talking about say that seventy percent of adults don't know how to make ends meet every month. So uh, the statistics, the real ones, suggest that at least one third of of Americans are living at or near the poverty level. But even if you don't call it poverty, they don't have. They have limited savings accounts, and and their financial mobility is extremely limited. So every time there's a, a crisis in their life, tires go, or or um, or something happens in their home, their heater blows up, or their their motor vehicle has a problem. That's a crisis because there are no savings, and so we we we're well we welcome everybody. And, and, you know, with my Australian accent, I suggest that we're looking at the whole world, not just uh, America. But Absolutely. Uh, what I want to ask you is um, I, the majority of credit cards now are maxed out. Not a majority, but I don't know what the percentage is. But anyway, it's very, especially on, on, on the underprivileged people that don't have as much money as a lot of other people have. And so, therefore, they've maxed out their cards. So now is quite the, the time to get a debit card because now they want to make sure that they get value on their mind. Now it's time to get a debit card, which is what Transact Card is, and that they can now get these these Z points. So this is something where they can actually gain something out of rather than lose because the credit cards, what are they? I don't know, anything from what, 20, 26%, 28%, Eight, 18%? 18% to 29 29 percent. I know I've got a couple of them, 29. Guess what? I'm paying them off. Average is about 26. Richard, why don't you jump into that one? Well, I just want to say this. The one thing that I love about Peter is it's all about let's let's quit robbing from the people. Um, I've got a passion, and that is mortgages have got to change. 
people paying for their homes four times over a 30-year mortgage has got to change. That's gonna we're gonna tackle that down the down the road or down the track, as Peter says. And Peter doesn't like the fact that there's check cashing places and they just highway robbery for people. And then you you couple on top of that a credit card that uh, has 26, 28, 29 percent interest. It's highway robbery. And we're we're here to service three major customers. And we've talked about the card member, the person that's swiping their debit card and earning the best value proposition they can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll service um, the small banks. Sometimes bigger isn't better. Um, we need to keep those small banks viable and active. And, and we bring the two things that they need most to that banking platform. And then last but not least is the wholesale distribution. There's two great 800 pound gorillas in the retail space that are charging terms. So the manufacturer sells the product on one is an e-commerce site and they ship it out. And uh, the, the manufacturer gets paid 90 days later after the product sold. The other great box store that's been around for 40 years doing it this way, um, when you scan it across the, the scanner, it doesn't matter how long it sat in our warehouse, it doesn't matter how long it sat on the stores, 90 days later, they get paid. We pay up front. So when somebody uses a Z-Buck down to the floor and has to pay the rest in cash, that manufacturer gets paid the day they ship it, which is remarkable for the wholesale distribution and the manufacturers. That being said, we're bigger than all of that. We're trying to actually create a system where Nina can be the new face of banking. Frank can be the new face of banking. Sometimes bigger is not better. I remember the day when I jumped on my banana bike because I lost my father's hammer. And let me tell this story because it means something to the whole purpose of this. I lost my father's hammer, kind of got scolded, got sent down to Kolob Lumber, a small little lumber store in Springvale, Utah. And I got halfway down the street and turned around and came back and said, Dad, I don't have any cash. He goes, just look up Chip Reynolds and tell him you're Courtney Smith's son and get me the darn hammer so I can finish this fence. Got on the back banana bike and hauled butt down to Colob Lumber, walked in, um, asked for Chip Reynolds. He was back in the paint shop. I, I patiently waited for him. He goes, what do you need? And I said, I need a hammer. So he, we went to the hammer section. He helped me pick one out. I went and he goes, cash your charge. I said, I guess charge. My dad says, just tell you my, I'm Courtney Smith's son. And he goes, great. He wrote up a ticket. I signed for it, jumped on the bike and headed back. The scariest part of that was signing my name because I hadn't signed my name much. Yeah. But at the end of the day, try to do that at a Home Depot or a Lowe's. We keep getting bigger and bigger. And if you're not buying paint at one of those two great big box stores, good luck getting help. I walked into the place, talked to the owner, and was able to write my signature. And my dad settled the bill, of course, at the end of the month. Sometimes bigger's not better. And what Peter and I are doing is people matter. People matter. Not a number on a system not a QCIP number, not uh, this, that, the other. A real live heartbeat with tears come down their face and stresses in their life. Real people are the people that we serve on all our fronts. And we're trying to do a win-win amongst every channel that we work with. But most importantly, 
that card member, when they swipe their card, they understand what they get, and they double their buying power. Gentlemen, to take, a look, to take a look at this from an aspect, you are launching this nationally, right, in the yep. United States? We are now experiencing hyperinflation, probably on the lips of every American out there. In fact, I watched Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana get up before the Senate the other day and soup to nuts. He showed everything has gone up. Okay, Richard, I'm looking behind you on the video and I see a couple of boxes behind you look like diapers. Okay, that's a symbol of what matters to Peter and I. That's a, a, a box of diapers that if you go into any of those mass retailers, it's $54 a box. $54 a box. Well, that mom that has two kids that may be single or not single, that $54 a month, if she's got two in diapers, is more like $110 a month. Wow. If she's swiping her card and goes to get gasoline and buys those diapers from Transact Z Club, she uses their Z-Bucks that she earned from swiping her card at a gas station. She uses Z-Bucks and gets them down to around $20. That's a huge savings for her. Now she has an extra $40 in her pocket, if you buy two of them, to go do something that she needs to do to stretch that dollar further. No, we're not going to be the anti for the inflation that's happened, but we're going to be a big, big help. And that's what we're all about. I will tell you, Richard, you know, recently I've been kind of coining a phrase, especially with our team and Transact and also with the small business community. I've taken your Z-Bucks and I put it in two words, economic value, economic value. They get it yep. when they hear those two words. Now, from that standpoint, how does Z-Bucks help stretch that shopping dollar? Because that's what I see you doing. Well, let's take just not just the diapers. Um, we're going to talk about toilet paper. We're going to talk about shaving equipment. We're going to talk about makeup for ladies. We're going to talk about the higher-end makeup lines that most women want at the drugstore pricing. Well, that's a huge deal using Z-Bucks. Yeah. It stretches your dollars in ways you can't imagine. On top of that, we're going to have flash sales. And we've had them all the way along our pre-launch where somebody can go for nothing but Z-Bucks by an electric bike, a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses, um, a cruise. What does that do? Let me just tell you one more story, and then I'm going to put a piece of tape across my mouth and let the more important person <laughs> Which is, listen, at the end of the day, all things said and done, we want to have this happen. I want Nina to go into the grocery store she always shops in. And because she's a manager, she went and got a couple of TCMs. Maybe it was just a lady in passing, and you did it in the spirit of giving, not the spirit of selling. And she got really excited about it, and you didn't even think anything of it. You saw it flash on your in your digital branch office, mm -hmm. and you saw that she was one. But a year later, you would kind of forgot about it because you're building a good organization of Transact mm -hmm. Park members. And you run into her at the grocery store, Nina. And... You're getting some bread. I don't know if you're a bread eater, but you're shopping for some bread. She Doesn't matter. I'll shop for bread. <laughs> I have she to. Around, she comes around the, the aisle and sees you. Instead of turning around and sneaking away because she doesn't want you to sell another lotion, potion, powder, or pill, or something else, she doesn't want to be sold to at all, she leaves her cart alone and runs up and gives you a great big hug. 
Yeah. And you don't know what's going on. And she hugs you, and you can barely remember. She changed her hair, and she gives you a big <laughs> hug. And she goes, remember me? And you say, yeah, I do remember you. And she said, that stupid little green card that you gave me changed my life. Last Christmas was the best Christmas my grandkids ever had because I was able to buy better gifts using those Z-Bucks. In fact, we, me and my husband got on a cruise that we never thought we'd have. We, we, worked, we both worked jobs and we're both retired now. We didn't expect we'd ever be able to do that dream bucket vacation, but because we did it with a flash sale and it was 100% Z-Bucks, Mimi, you changed my life with that green card. And you made a little bit of money every time she earned a Z-Buck, and, and that was nice for you. But that's the experience I want you to have. Being just, yeah, so what you're saying is that if you're going to go on a cruise and it's going to cost you, say, $10,000, and you buy the cruise with the Transact card, you do the debit thing. Other, other side. So you're swiping the card all day long, buying gas, paying your light bills. Yeah. We're going to be able to let you buy that cruise either down to a real affordable price. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can get the, like that cruise for kind of half the price or whatever whatever the case is. I'm not going to go into yep. the details of it, but you save a tremendous amount of money. I mean, that's got to be encouraging. I mean, money is money. Whether you, you still, if you have a credit card, you still have to pay the credit card, except you're paying. 26, as you said, you're paying 26% more for every single thing you buy and do. With this card, it's the total opposite. You're getting like, you're getting like, I don't know, I guess it varies from 100% down. I don't know exactly the, the figures, but you can actually explain that. What are the figures exactly? Say I, I buy a cruise for 10,000. How much Z-Bucks would I get back on that? And, and okay. how would that work? So you'll be actually be spending Z-Bucks at that point. So you'll use, let's say it's a $10,000 cruise for yeah. two people because yeah. you got a really nice room. You'll oh, yeah. use Z-Bucks somewhere between 40% off using Z-Bucks down to a cash purchase. Sometimes we'll have what we call the flash sales where you'll be able to use 100% Z-Bucks. So it'll be anywhere from 10% off all the way down to 100% off. And you get to choose where you use or redeem your Z-Bucks. You get to choose it. So there's a true value proposition there. There's some people that only do it with necessity items because it stretches their, their budget for a monthly budget. There's going to be some people that use it as luxury items they no. never thought they would be able to get. Yeah. We don't care and we don't judge. We How just cool want to have people have more money at the end of the month than they ever That's thought. What, <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's what they want as well. Yeah. You know, gentlemen, we are at about the halfway point in the show, and we've been talking a lot about the consumer side. Bottom line here is that this show is all about small business, gentlemen. I've been on this almost four years. Let me give you some really hard numbers here, Peter. You just gave some hard numbers about banking. I'm going to give you some hard numbers about small business. Since 2008 to 2015, we've lost 14.2% of our brick and mortar small business in this country. That's mm -hmm. all been absolutely verified by the biggest trade association, the Republican Business Think Tank, National Federation of Independent Businesses.com. Go look it up. They did this report. Now we're on the other side of the pandemic, almost three years running, right? That number, we think, is 25. It could be as high as 30. But here's the alarming one. Out of the remaining 70 to 75% of brick and mortar left out there, 
only 40% of them are turning a profit. Gentlemen, I've been saying for almost four years now, small businesses need a boost. They yeah. need a shot in the arm. Mm -hmm. They need an opportunity to be able to get an alternative source of revenue that's going to have to help them offset operational costs, which are rising every single day that passes. You are on about on the precipice, right, of launching a program called Go, right, in Vegas. Tell us all about that, Peter. Well, I'm, actually going, to have, I'm going to have Richard tell you about Go because uh, it, I, I was instrumental in the original concept for it, but it, uh, it fills Richard's passion. So, Richard, go for it. So take, the, <laughs> take the tape off, Richard. Go ahead. <laughs> no pun intended, huh? Go ahead. I, Frank, I know because I've, I've driven with you and spent full days with you, and we've had a wonderful state together, and we've done a lot of things together. And you are truly passionate about the small business and the small entrepreneur. There's no doubt about it. So let's use anything from a pizzeria all the way to a philanthropic thing. The pizzeria, if they become a grow, a go, and they introduce um their patrons to the transact card they can say hey when you buy a pizza from me how would you like to have the exact same cost be deferred and you can buy something else with it i can do that well yeah of course you can here sign up and they'll be able to do it in the spirit of giving and say i i love giving this to you but what does that do for the pizzeria people eat other types of pizza so now that pizzeria every time that transact card gets swiped in somewhere else that Pizzeria that gave that transact card as a go now makes 20 basis points for every swipe at their competitors, Frank. At wow. their competitors. They make money every time that card gets swiped. Doesn't matter where it is. If somebody's paying for their um, light bill, if somebody's buying their gas, that pizzeria now, because they introduce that to their patron, they hmm. now make money wherever they use that transact card, and that gives an extra revenue source into that small business and that philanthropic group that's trying to raise funds. Instead of feeling like it's a, hey, give us some money, we need to raise funds, it's, hey, we appreciate this, please take this card, it doubles your buying power, and they make a residual reoccurring income of 20 basis points for every time that card swipes. So what, so, what, so what goes around comes around. So you've got a great line right there because it goes. <laughs> Richard, let me walk this back. You're telling me that you're going to issue a digital link, right, Yep. to small businesses. They're going to yep. send that out to their CRM database. Yep. You're going to charge them, what, per month? 25 bucks. 25 bucks per month, yep. right, yep. for the privilege of doing that. Well, let's, 35, say, let's say, Yeah, let's say the guy's got 5,000 in his CRM. All yep. right. And let's say the first round, he gets 20%. So he's got a thousand people signing up for this card. Yep. And my understanding is under per current promotion, that's only a one-time 25 bucks, right? Yep. And the minute that this customer swipes that card, they get 500 Z bucks immediately, right? Credit the rest does yeah. as well. And so does the patron. So the patron thinks you walk on water. And from now on, whenever that card gets used anywhere, that pizzeria or that whoever introduced them using their link, that that pizzeria will make 20 basis points on every transaction that happens anywhere that card. Let me ask you a question. Does that member, transact card member, now have the opportunity of sharing that card with somebody else? And is that tagged? 
to the small business. Yes, it is. In fact, we 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 will encourage. It's called our referral link or a referral program. When that member says to their cousin, "Holy crud, you got to get one of these cards. It doubles your buying power." When that person signs up, the the patron that did it and gave it to them gets five hundred Z bucks. When they get five hundred Z bucks, and now the store has two customers, not one. Richard, I'm going to take going. it one step. I'm going to take it one step further. I did this with Peter, and now I'm going to do it with you. Okay. What is the number one form of marketing out there, right? Bar none. Hundred percent, without a doubt, word of mouth. Great. You what's this? What's people what's, that trust people? What's the second form of marketing? Word of mouth. I don't know what referral. Referral, right? Yeah, referral. Okay. The third form of marketing, and people forget it, is endorsed referral, right? Yep. Where somebody actively gets involved. This is what I did with your incredible colleague. I said, what if I put the word merchant in front of the word endorsed? Love it. What if all of a sudden merchants begin to endorse and refer other merchants? Now, my understanding is under your current go, they can't do that. They're boxed, right, Correct. to their particular clientele. But if they've got a Rolodex, excuse my French, I'm dating myself. It's all on your smartphone now. But the bottom line is people have vendors. They have suppliers. They have people they do business with, right? Yeah. When it comes to that, are we literally talking about a small business that can expand the horizons, give another sharing link to another business, yeah. have them send that out to their database, yeah. and they share on that revenue piece as well? What they'll do is they'll step up and become a DBL, and yes, they'll get an override on the whole of all everything they share with other businesses. You're spot on. Let me tell you exactly what I call that. I don't call that B2B because that ain't what it is. It ain't B2C. It's customer convergence. That's what you guys are doing. That's what's doable here. Yep. And I'm so excited about your map of the United States that hot map that you guys are putting together. Yep. When you start putting up the numbers and the amount of Z bucks that are in a given area, maybe regionally or even by state, yep. and other small businesses who are sitting on the fence with their mug on one, one side and their wump on the other because they can't make up their mind, when they see that amount of millions of economic value they're missing out on, yep. look out. It's time, Frank. Yeah, I want to jump in here a little bit. Um, how are you getting the word out go um, with Transact Card, number one? Number two, a majority of women do the shopping and do a lot of stuff. How are you reaching being a woman? How are you reaching um, the generation that is arising out there, which is women? Wonderful question, Nina, and thank you for answering. I ought to turn this over to Peter, but I, I'm passionate about it. More than 50% of our entire organization of DBOs are made up as, of women. They're going to carry this cause. Why? You're better networkers than men are. Naturally. Well, yeah, well, we know that, but we just don't want to let you know <laughs> as men. On top, on top of that, the GO program for women to be able to go to the, the struggling soccer mom, it's costly to raise kids this yeah. day. If they can go use this as a fundraiser for the, the soccer league, it only benefits the soccer league on a perpetual reoccurring basis, by the way, as well as that mom doesn't have to come with the cleats because if they are earning enough money from the goal program for the soccer league, that's a great thing. But more importantly than all of that, how no. are we getting the word out? 
we're letting our digital branch offices carry the burden on that along with our influencers. And uh, it's coming together very nicely. It's a working process. We're proud about what we're launching. We're blown away with how, um, how much growth we've had in our soft launch. We can't wait to see what's gonna happen in the launch and where we go forward from here. We're very, very passionate about serving those three customers. And the one that I didn't bring up was the DBO. So somebody's going to be able, like Nina, like Frank, you're gonna be able to own a digital branch office and make money, cash, when somebody's stretching their buying power using Z. Awesome, I am loving that. I'm gonna jump. You more, more, Richard. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> jump back over, Peter. I think I'm gonna get in between your ears now. You've got a passion for Americans being basically underfunded right now in this country. And you guys have come up with an incredible two words called power save. I don't think that gets talked about enough because that is absolutely amazing what you've crafted. And it's amazing because if you take a look at the disposable earnings and the amount of savings that are going into those major banks, right, in this country, it's paltry in comparison to the rest of the world. Tell us about power save, Peter. So, Frank, this is a, this is a good time to say something else. I, I created the uh, original concept for Go, and Richard built the, uh, the, the compensation and, and, uh, and terminology around it. Richard created the concept of PowerSave, and I've built the infrastructure around it with the help of Jared Moss and, and some, some of our awesome connections. It's, very, it's quite complex in terms of its delivery, but bottom line in terms of, of uh, what it's designed to do, those 100 million Americans or so who don't have savings accounts, who are using every dollar to, uh, to just get through the week and the month, <clears throat> they don't have savings accounts, but we're going to turn it around so that the dollars that they're already spending deliver savings uh, accounts that are long-term accounts. How many... How many uh, people on the poverty line have uh, have accounts that uh, are tucked away for five years or ten years and are, and are earning compound interest? Not not very many, right? Mm -hmm. That belongs to middle America and, and upper the upper echelons. But by every time they spend a dollar, uh, and and we'll get them to opt in to rounding up. You've, you're familiar with that concept. Uh, an item that costs $9.91 uh, rounds up to $10, so there's $0.09 saving. They don't miss it, but that goes into their power savings account. By the way, qualification here, caveat, we haven't launched it yet, and we will not, Frank, be launching it fully at the, um, at the, at the launch. We'll be announcing what it will look like, but, but there are, there's a lot of infrastructure involved in that. So anyway... Rounding up is the first way. They, they don't miss those, those few cents here and there. And then when they use their, their cards at, at hundreds of outlets across America, famous brands like Walmart and, uh, and, and Delta and American and, uh, and Home Depot. And, um, and you, think of, you think of any brand that you're familiar with and the chances are that they able able to uh, spend money there and get a cash back. But that cash back doesn't go into their spendable account right now. It goes into their power saving account. So again, they're spending the money they're already going to spend 
and and buying the uh, buying the hardware goods or whatever they're buying, and and a little bit of that expenditure goes into their power saving. Then we put that into an investment strategy through properly registered investment advisors, and uh, and we've uh, we've built a, a real estate investment trust. And there there are, there's lots of complexity behind the scenes there, and I'm not going to go into that right now. But in the end, those little uh, dribs and drabs of change that they're not seeing and never would see. Uh, and would never make a difference in their in their regular spending, end up in long-term savings accounts that were able to invest like regular investors across America do. It's not us. We're not doing it. We, our partner fund managers and uh, registered investment advisors, et cetera, are doing the investment. But it means that that uh, a, a family who had no idea how to save money for their kids' college, they've at least got a head start with, with something a, a few years down the track. So, that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. That, I mean, that's something that they would never realize, and that's something you've brought up. And, you know, if you put a few pennies away, you know, every week and it, for years, it adds up to quite a lot of money, and, and we don't realize that at, at all. Um, am I correct in, th in saying that the Transact card is uh, backed by Visa? It is not backed by Visa, but um, and we use we use Visa, and uh, we've been using Visa, yeah. and we're, we're using other. But so they're, they're the rails on which we've been running up until now. We'll be announcing our new partners at the at the launch uh, but we use the the same uh, infrastructure that visa and mastercard and american express and, and discover use in order to monitor transactions uh, yeah. and um so uh, we we are self-funded right we yeah. don't we haven't need to take any outside investment we're self-funded and that means that we're not accountable to shareholders who might want to uh, Make uh, change the uh, the paradigm that we're operating under a social impact enterprise. We've also put all of our equity into trust, so okay. we don't actually own it. We've we've assigned all of our equity interests. One hundred percent of it is in trust, okay. and uh, the beneficiaries of that trust are the members, the Transact Card members. So all of the profits in this very profitable merry-go-round of, of money, uh, the the beneficiaries are the members who become who pay their $25 a year so as we can have more flash sales, so we can have uh, more value in the in the Z bucks and and uh, and put our own money into those real estate investment trusts and grow the portfolio, etc. You know that birth the thought of my mind, uh, Peter, when you have a 399 year trust, which is what your trust is, right? We're all going to have to invest in cryogenics and we're around, you know, to see to see the end of that. Listen, uh, we're moving towards the end of the show, but I'll tell you what, I definitely want to get this in. You have had incredible growth since January. I mean, I've seen a lot of organizations, but I mean, what are the actual numbers right now of digital branch offices that you have as of right now? Give me one second. I'll get them to you. Can I also add this? It's very important to me that you that we say this one additional thing part of that being in trust nina you're you're starting to build a very new business but you hope to have it become large become no. more than a manager no. well 
We're not for sale. Part of the 390. Oh, I wanted to buy you. I wanted to buy you out because I love your company. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> well, let me explain this. The only companies that will want to buy us are those big banks that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Well, the minute they do that, they're going to want to cut out the digital branch offices. And uh, because there's no reason to pay you. We find a value proposition with you being the new face of banking. The big banks won't. So that ensures your business that you're building, you're building it for yourself, you're gonna be able to will it to your children, and you're not going to have to look over your shoulder and say, man, is Peter and Richard gonna sell this out from under me, ever? Richard, you just said something that is very, very important. And you just said that you can will this to your children. Most companies like this, you cannot will anything to your children. So this is very, you are a, a very honorable company. And actually, that's the reason why I entered it, because I felt that and I could see it. But is if you can will any of this to your to your children or whoever you want to will it to, that's incredible. It is. So, Frank, to answer your question very quick, we're, we're halfway between 28,000 and 29,000. We're 28,538 people currently right now, digital branch offices. And we've got more TCMs than that. And very, very shortly, we'll have three to one because you need to become commission qualified. And we're, we're off to the races. We believe that this is the tip of the iceberg, both nationally and eventually globally. Gentlemen, you have a tiger by the tail, okay? <laughs> uh, and I will say this to you. I'm more excited about this for the small business piece than you can possibly imagine. In fact... Last week, I had two chambers of commerce as guests on my show talking about Las Vegas, talking about where you're coming to, right? And let me tell you something. Both of them, both of them literally came towards the screen when I gave them just the little bits and pieces about your go. These chambers of commerce are looking for ways to put benefits in the hands of their members. And if you take a look at what you guys are doing, as far as I'm concerned, it's like a buffet of benefits. The next time I hear somebody say, oh, it's a bank card, I'm going to turn my head to the left and look at them like they're nuts because this is not just a bank card. Talking of banks, I want to ask you both one question. Probably Peter can answer this one, and I'd like Peter. Um, Peter, um, this card is, um, you said it can. it's run in, in different states. So if, if we have um, Las Vegas... Do we have a, a bank, a, a Las Vegas small bank? No, uh, Ninon, whichever whichever rails it's running on, Visa or MasterCard or any of the others, okay. you can use it wherever you can use that card anywhere in the world. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Gentlemen, we got four minutes to go in the show. Yep. I want each of you to look right straight into that screen. Voice of America is heard all over the world. You're just not going to stop in the USA, I know, you're gonna take this internationally. So this show is gonna go around to about 140 countries over the next week. Do me a favor, talk to the world and tell them why they need to get involved in Transact. Richard, go. <laughs> when we started this a long time ago, I thought once we hit pre-launch, we were gonna be three closer to five years. Peter's, what he's brought to the table through the banking institutions, I got to run fast to keep up with him. We want to make sure the Z Club is good around the world, but we're going to be coming to a country very, very quick. 
where we'll bring the same benefits to the entrepreneur around the world that we're bringing to the continental United States. Let us stand this up, perfect it here, and then we'll be moving very, very quick through the rest of North America and around the world. And yes, this is for you. And we are going to change the world one swipe at a time, not just America. Nice job, Richard. Peter. <clears throat> As you know, I'm Australian. Now, Nino knows that I'm Australian. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to and, take this to Australia. And obviously, Frank and Ninon, I think in global terms, I've spent a lot of time in many countries across the world, and and so uh, the USA was the was the place to begin, but it was never the ending place. And will Australia be next? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. There are lots of places in the world where poverty is endemic. And if we can use the concepts of Transact Card using the, the financial fi foundation that we've built, a building in the USA, to, uh, to bring something that changes the dynamics at the, at the foundation level, at the, at the family level in some of those impoverished countries, then I think that's where our focus is going to be. I think it'd be easier to take Transact Card to the to the the Western world and the and the more mature um, economic economically mature nations, but we have to close out, Peter. How can how can people reach you? Transactcard.com is where they can reach these two fine gentlemen, Richard and Peter. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it'll take us about four hours for our engineers to edit this, and we'll get it out to you so you can get it all over your world. Can't tell you how excited we are to see you in Vegas. We're going to see you in a few days. And thanks so much for spending the time. Always, Ninon, what an incredible job you did today. Thank, thank you. you very much. Love you all. Thank you. And to our listening audience, thank you for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-NOWBUZ. And don't miss next week's show. I'm going to rebroadcast a show that had Jeff Spinard, the original founder and CEO of Voice America. Don't want to miss it. He had a vision for Chambers of Commerce Network in this country. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests like Richard Smith and Peter Rancy of TransactCard.com and more guests of that caliber to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.